this week's podcast back with Be Easy the DJ. Um, we get into talking about a concert he just went and seen that was really good. I'm not going to give it up. You'll have to hear it, so listen to the program. Um, we also get into his background and what inspired him and what got him going into um, the world of DJing and producing and music in general. Very, very good conversation. Um, don't mind the background noise. We kind of switch locations, so you might hear some cars or a little chatter in the background. But you could still hear everything really well. I think it came up pretty good. Um, again, thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. I hope we keep bringing you really good content each week and look forward to many more. So without anything else to say, let's get on with the program. But it's okay. I didn't even notice. <laughs> That's crazy. It's okay because I mean I had um, I did kind of we doubled up. I had doubled. I had you on, and then I had an Annie Cruz podcast um, the, the later that week, and then last week. What did I do? I just did like a solo pod. I just did a solo podcast just to keep it rolling. So and for y'all who don't know who I am, uh, BZ the DJ. For those who haven't been listening or might know, be new, yeah, right. might be new. And um, thank you for everybody that has been listening. I, you know, um, I don't know how you find us, but I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> and real. We're you know real. keep keep uh, you know sharing it with a friend, um, and just just spread the word. I, I you know we hope to keep bringing some good content and and uh, conversation. You know to to uh, you know the hip hop game and, and, and yeah and enjoy and listen to you yeah. know whether it's us talking about you know hip-hop or DJing or what we do or what we're doing or just shooting the shit you know I just hope it I hope it's uh making your day a little better wherever you're at so that being said so what what do you got going on what's been up uh went to the DMX concert last week DMX and not I mean not not DMX and the locks and um actually took the person that introduced me to DMX's music as a kid with me. Oh, wow. Um, he introduced me to DMX when I was... I was probably 11. Oh, okay. Like 10 or 11. And he started, like... He was always playing these older guy. He had a kid, a kid that was my age. Mm-hmm. And a couple of younger kids. And, um... He... He would always be, like... He had the PlayStation back then, and... It was like he was that cool dad that like everybody go to his house and yeah. his ticket, you know. So he had a major influence on me because he was the only one that was around um, as a male figure that was like in the games and hip hop and all right. that. So that you can relate to. Yeah, that I can relate to. So I mean, he introduced me to like DMX and Scarface, um, 
Ja Rule at the time was like really, really popular. Um, yeah. Yeah, people forget how big Ja Rule yeah, was. No, really, was really big, big for a um, while there, man. Shout out to Murder Inc. Um, yeah. He introduced me just to a lot of the music that I wasn't aware of, especially being from the West Coast and um, yeah. listening to Death Row and, you know, other artists from the West Coast. So, um, we went to the concert and, of course, I'm a big Jadakiss fan. Jadakiss is yeah. one of the most underrated Absolutely. MCs. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, the locks did phenomenal. Like, they didn't miss a beat. That's it, awesome. That's they, awesome. They man. did great. Like, I was actually shocked. Like, wow. Like, because I've never seen them perform live. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't even heard them. I mean, I'm sure they've done a lot of shows, but, it, and I'm sure it's been some yeah, time. Yeah, you don't really hear I, a lot you, about them. But even so, so, yeah, you don't hear that. Like, you don't hear their name come up when it comes to a show. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, they did a great job. And then um, All About the Benjamins came on and Diddy came out. Oh shit! And Diddy came out and like lit the whole place up. Like everybody was going crazy. So that's tight. That's tight. They did it like that. Yeah. uh, Nice. Then once Diddy came out, like he stopped the show and he gave praise to the Locks and like how much of an influence they had on his career. Also, nice. Yeah, for sure. You know, he was saying like if it wasn't for them, like he wouldn't be near in the position that he's in. So it was really nice. That's cool. That's really cool, man. And then uh, DMX came out, and it was like, everybody was just waiting. Like, it was one of those things, like, like you're watching, uh, like, the Laker game, you wait for Kobe to go in. Like, right. Man, and when X came out. He came with it, huh? Yeah, he came with it, man. He came with it. It was a good show. Um, he performed, he, he didn't perform a lot of his music like I thought he would. Um, I thought he was going to perform a, like, a lot more songs, but he did a few songs. He poured out a whole bottle of Hennessy. A whole bottle of Hennessy. He poured it all out. I mean, he opened it, literally, and poured out the whole bottle for one of his dead friends and performed a song. And I was like, wow. wow. It was crazy. Did he do, so, did he do uh, one of my faves, Slippin'? Did yeah, he, he did, did Slippin'. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got that on Instagram. I got the video of that. Oh, okay, cool. Um, he did Slippin'. He did, um... You know, he did Rough Riders Anthem. Yup. Uh, What's my name, probably. No? He did. I know he did um, How's It Going Down. That was like one of my favorite songs, yeah. like slow R&B type. Yeah. Um, that was dope. But yeah, he, he did a good job. But it, the locks are really like, they, Rock, they, they were up there for a while. Okay. Like they, they performed really good. So Nice. It was just good to see them because uh, I feel like there's a few of the greats in the, in the hip-hop culture. And it's like, we don't get a chance to see them a lot, you yeah. know, so, especially being on the West Coast. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. It was definitely no yeah, violence, no came, fights. It was really, good, everything was good. Yeah, good. it was all good. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, in my, you know what, because I know that it comes up and it, it happens time to time, but... I mean, thankfully for so many shows or things I've been to, it's mostly cool, man. You know yeah. what I mean? But I hate when every now and then you have some shit break out and that becomes like 
the headline. Yeah. But also, yeah. but that's gonna happen time to time. But uh, but I'm happy for X, man, especially because the shit he's been through, man. Yeah. Like, and and what's crazy? We didn't even know whether he was gonna be there or not. Oh wow! Because the day before, somebody accused him of robbing, robbing him. <laughs> like they said that X and his people robbed him at the gas station. Yes, the day before. So yeah. like, I'm like, oh man, X ain't gonna be at the concert. Right. Like, they go take him to jail. But I don't think there's enough evidence to. Right, has to be some bullshit. It's some bullshit. He said they took like thirty five hundred dollars from him. Wow. It's like oh, you just had thirty five hundred dollars in your pocket. Right. Sounds good, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, Kick Capri was there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Kick Capri was there. He didn't. DJ, he was just there, you know, chilling, hanging out. It's awesome. a New York family, so just going to support. But yeah, it was, a, it was a good show. That's sweet. That's sweet, man. Yeah, I, um, probably just about when I came out here that they, that they started coming, like, it was DM. Yeah, DM, it was probably, yeah, just before I came out here, DMX and Locks, I was like, they started hitting, you know, and I was back east, but I remember it being like, damn, who the fuck is this, you know? Yeah. But that whole rough ride, everything was just like, but, you know, they, you know, I, Jadakus, I mean, I knew the Locks and all that, but once he broke solo, it was just like, wow, this dude really sick. And, and not to take away nothing from Sheik Luch and yeah, they're um, great South too. Pete, because they can wrap their ass off too. Yeah, they can get down, and I yep. think it's a, I think it's a great combination. Yeah, like they're a great combination of artists. Yeah, they're, they they mesh very well. Though. Yeah, their styles. And but that's good. It was all cool. They got all they got into the crowd. Oh, okay. Like into the crowd. Nice. Like hopped over the barriers and it was, it was cool, nice. man. So nice. It, it, That's it big. Was, man. Yeah, it, it was cool just to see them like the OGs come out and really perform and do good, you know. So yeah, that's good. I had a good time with that. Um, did you see any, anything from Coachella this week? Um, well, big thing the that I saw was this whole Drake and Madonna thing. With Madonna. I knew he was going to bring Madonna out so, to Coachella, though. Really? Yeah. It was... They were saying, they were kind of leading up to that. That was yeah. part of it. They said that, like, he's been, uh, you know, going had, on about it on Instagram or something like that. He had and, talked about her. So it's probably a whole, you know, thing with it, so... He had been talking about her and made, made a, um... He had made a video. Um, not a video, but he made a song called Madonna for his mixtape. Oh, okay. He has a song on his mixtape called Madonna. Yep. And then he... The mixtape is, if you're reading this, you're too late? Yeah. Is that the, okay. And, Just um, and then, then, right before he released it, he had, like, tweeted, a, I mean, he had Instagrammed a picture of Madonna, and he said, like, um, you should let me pick you up from the house, we should go out. Something like that, of that nature, like, lyrics to the song. Oh, okay. And then she replied back on Instagram. <laughs> so... It was like a big controversy. Like, oh my God, Madonna replied back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's funny. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he brought her out. Madonna's, yeah, it's cool, Madonna's man. Madonna's She's an icon, man. man. Yeah, she is. She's a legend. Certified. And, legend. you know, whether... Um, I don't know. At this point, I mean, it's kind of hard to... If you hate her, it's kind of crazy. Hey, oh, cool. Guys have everything you need? Good. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I don't see how, um, I don't see how anybody can really not like Madonna. Yeah, no, I, I, at this point, it's just, 
you know, I, but I wasn't, even though I wasn't around for her era like that. Right. You know, but. Well, she was just, she really, who would you compare her to now? Okay, to now, it's hard to compare her, but I'm trying to think. Because the thing about her is she was always about, okay, if there's somebody, because to me, I wouldn't say artist-wise, but it's like, she was always, there was always controversy. You know, that's what it became. I don't... So she was like, she was like Madonna, I mean... I'd say she's like Kanye. She was like Kanye and Rihanna. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Rihanna, like yeah, a white yeah, Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, Rihanna reminds me of her. Okay. If the, if I can relate yeah. somebody of this generation, yeah, Rihanna is I'd say she rebel. definitely has that that similarity and smart. You know, like certain things of characteristics is like, wow, you really are like yeah, reminding you know me what? of her. Now that I think about it, she is like Madonna because for sure, she Madonna. I mean, Rihanna dated a lot of like celebrities mm-hmm. in her in her um, field and. Um, so has Madonna. Well, and she, the she trip is with Madonna too. too, especially knowing being on the inside and got you know, excuse if I'm eating a little bit. <laughs> but um, the thing that I that I learned working with a lot of people that worked along with her or knew of you know her her ways or whatever you want to say, but she. When they say it, she wasn't too proud to beg, she wasn't too proud to beg. Like, if you were a runner, you could get it. Like, she liked you like that. She didn't give a fuck about you being famous, money. If she liked you, good for her. She went out it. She go after it like that. That's that's a that was like that's known. Like, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> there so you that's go, love, Madonna. <laughs> for real. There you go. My mom. Let me tell you something. I had a moment. We. I almost got to work with her, like this close. Because I was working with a songwriter. He worked on her Ray of Light album back in '90s. He did like two or three songs on that or so. So we were, we were, this this album was going to be that uh, music album. Okay. Uh, we didn't know what it was at the time, but we were, everybody was trying to pitch to get on that album. So we were frantic. He was trying to, you know, but the thing is, he got so caught up trying to do tracks, but he was more known for chords and shit. Anyways. He's trying to get that published. Oh, he's trying to get that song right. Yeah, for sure. That credit. For sure. Yeah. So, but she's notorious for always throwing people off and going with some, like, somebody that you don't know. And that's what she did with that one. She went, like, way left and found this random French producer to do that album. But but what, what I was going to get to is my mom was, like... Praying I wouldn't work with Madonna because she, she didn't was, want you to screw her. <laughs> probably in the back of her mind. Yeah. But I'm like, Fuck. I'll be proud of my I'll be son. proud of. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hope you work with her, son. And I hope you get some right. too. While you had it. But um, wow. I met her manager. That was it at the time. But I would have been. I would have been. I, you know, I heard she's just she's business. She comes in. And just does her thing. And, yeah, she's. Know, I, I heard takes her. I learned her. a lot about her um, off of Howard Howard Shaw. Yeah, Howard Stern. Yeah, that was a good interview because um, I didn't really know too much about her, like her personally. You know, honestly, I don't think a lot of people do. No. But um, I listened to that and it really like made me like her a lot more. A lot more. Because I like people that, like, they go against the grain and they're not always, like, 
so like by the book. Mm-hmm. She's not by the book. No. And I'm I don't like being by the book. I don't like yeah, her career path is definitely wasn't that. Yeah, so that definitely attracted me. I mean you could look back now and it seems like, oh she did that you know, like people will try to put things on it or Right. You but it, it nobody it was, was doing what she was it, it was none of that though. Like she really took a lot of chances all the way through, you know. And it it worked out many times. I mean in some cases I mean like any artist, you're not gonna always maybe have the big success right. on the album. She was on top for a while. But, yeah, she, but mostly, yeah, she mostly. I mean, she can still sell out a show. Yeah. She can still sell out a show. Oh, absolutely. So whether it's an album or not, like. Hey, at this point, the, the, the legacy's there. And, she, yeah. and she's always known for, when it comes to her show, like right. she's she's been known to give you that for sure. Might be catching a concert. But, uh. That's yeah, one concert that's I'll go to. Hell yeah, you're I right. Don't, I don't. I would do. I don't really go to a lot of concerts. Yeah. So like the DMX and the Locks thing was kind of like. Yeah, you got to go to that. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got. I wanted to go to that just because. I would. But, go, I would have went for sure too. Um. Other than that, I, I kind of just chill and I watch videos or something like that. But I, I want to go to a Sade concert whenever she yeah, gets yeah, back. I would too. Man. She had one uh, a couple of years ago at Staples. And I, I wasn't able to make it, but the next time, if she decides to go back in concert, I definitely want to. Yeah, and she's one of those, especially now, you want to make sure to catch that because who knows how many more. Yeah. Like years ago, um, my mom, when I came out here, my mom was here at the time, so she's a big Annie Lennox Arrhythmics fan. Uh-huh. And um, the Rhythmics were doing, they just were putting on a tour, they just like came back together and they did, did they do, I think they did an album and everything. And um, I was like, we got it. I got to take you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, maybe. I'm like, no. I'm like, there's probably not going to be another one. And sure enough, thankfully we did because it never happened ever again. So you never know. But um, so I wanted to ask you, what what started you getting into being a DJ, or what what did you what inspired who inspired you? I guess is the question. Um, Man, I was like, oh, I want to say like seven, eight, and I found out that my cousin is the DJ for NWA. Oh, wow. DJ Yellow. So, at that time, I was too young to really understand the popularity of NWA. I just knew he was a celebrity. Right. So, he was the only celebrity I knew at the time. So, um. I was just so intrigued, and I was also a major fan of, um, of ECE. Um, you know, being from being from Compton, I was a major fan of ECE at the time. So I remember seeing him, and I asked him. I said, "I want to meet Easy." He was like, "All right." And when he gets back, I'll introduce it to him. Mm-hmm. I said, like, "All right." This is during our family reunion. And a couple of years later, um, I asked him again. He was like, all right, we go, I'm going to try to set it up. And a few months later, he was gone. Uh, 
and like I was so hurt as a kid. I'm like, man, like I'm mm. never gonna meet this. Like at that right. time, Bone Thugs and Harmony was out. Right, right. Um, it, it was just like. Wow. That was the only music that I really like, really liked. Like, One of Those Harmony, Easy E, and Death Row. Like, that was the only thing I really listened to. So, it was kind of like a mega blow for me. Absolutely. So, but I was, I liked rap. And I, I wish I could rap, but I never really had the passion to say, all right, I'm going to be a rapper. So, right. it wasn't that. I love the R&B music, but I can't sing. So, I was like, eh. Right. But I just love listening to music. So, um, I started just paying attention to hip hop and looking at different movies. I seen Juice, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I, I was obsessed with that. Like, yeah, with, with the whole DJing situation with that. Um, perfect movie for any DJ. If you haven't, but you know, I know there's a lot of younger kids probably listening, perhaps or whatever. If you haven't, check out Juice, especially if you're into hip hop and DJ. Oh, yeah. For, for just sure. for that, for sure. And, and, and Ju- Juice is kind of like an eye opener for me to the culture. And then, right. um, I ended up at that time when Easy Pass, I was living in Compton with my cousin. Um, actually, my mom's best friend. My mom's best friend, her son, is uh, he was a well known Compton DJ named Mixed Master Spade. Okay. He was like an uncle to me. Oh, wow. So, he would take me everywhere and take me to parties and he would DJ parties and he owned a record store called Hub City Records in Compton. Oh, okay. So, Hub City Records is where I would go on the weekends to just get away, you know? Yeah. So, I would catch the train from LA to Compton and I walk, walk all the way to, to the record store and just be there all day making CDs, helping out, um, and my, my uncle had the turntables there, so when people would walk in, I would be just on the turntables playing records and messing around and trying to DJ, but not really knowing what I was doing. Right. But I just knew that you just liked to it. Yeah, right. I just took to it. So. Well, how, excuse me. How old were you then? Fourteen. Cool. So that's about the time. Right? Um, he, he would always ask me like, "How you want to be a DJ?" I'm like, man, I, cuz, I can't rap. He's like, you should be a rapper. I'm like, no, I can't rap. Like, I don't want to be a rapper. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be a DJ. I want to be like you. And he would just laugh at me. <laughs> but by this time, he had had, like, songs with Tidy T and the Compton Posse and the Bat Around. Like, all those songs from back in that, in the day. Um, anybody from Compton that's in the music industry knows about Mixed Master Spade. Right. He paved the way for a lot of people. Um, And a lot of people pay homage to him. DJ Quick, um, the Dog Pound, like a lot of people, even though they're not from Compton, but he's just a pioneer on the West Coast, Coast, you know. And a lot of people don't know he actually wasn't even from the West Coast. He's from the East Coast, but he just grew up, you know, out here. But, um, so... Fast forward. I just learned something because I don't know every every DJ, you know. Yeah, fa- fast forward. Um, he ended up passing away. He got in a motorcycle accident, and he ended up passing away. Um, and so after that, I kind of made like a path to myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna continue DJing and I'm gonna do good because he used to always introduce me to people. 
and he like this is my protege. Like I'm teaching like I'm teaching him the game. Nice. And um So you like that like, Yeah, like I he believed in me and it's like right. I believed in myself. So um man he, he introduced me to Snoop because <laughs> excuse me. He introduced me to Snoop. He was going to pick up some money from Snoop for a verse that he did on the Eastsiders album. Oh, wow. He was on the Eastsiders album. And um, I remember going to the video shoot for The Watch, the movie. And they have a song called, I think, The Boulevard on The Watch soundtrack. Okay. No, you know what? It's called The Watch. The name of the song is called The Watch also. And I was shooting a video. This is when Suge had just got out of jail. So it was like, it was a crazy time because yeah. people were hiding from Suge. Right. It was still all shady and stuff. Right? Yeah, it was a lot of shady stuff going on. And I remember being around the corner and they, they, would have, they had Snoop in the trailer. When he would leave the trailer... Just be smoke, right? Like snow. Like seven people would come out with him. Oh, okay. Surrounding him. Put uh, him in a van. Put his face down and cover him up all the way to so it was that the video crazy. shoot. Right. And then have security, like major security yeah. around me. It was crazy. And I was wow. like, wow, they doing all of this like because of the whole shoot situation. So, um, fast so, forward. So, at that point, what it, he would have been already up. Because he went to Master P. Now at the Eastsiders, he was now on his own. I, yeah, I think he was on. He, he, at that he point. Was, yeah, he, I think he had just, like, been, started being on yeah. his own at that point. But, um, yeah, Spade introduced me to a lot of people. And uh, it just kept me, like, motivated to know that, like, I could be around those people if I continued in that same path. Right. So I just kept doing it. Um, but I had to graduate from high school, of course. That was a major thing. So I kind of put it on hold. And um, once I graduated, I ended up moving to Vegas to get away from L.A. and all the crazy stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. And then um, my brother told me, he said, man, you should go try out at the radio station. You have your tryouts. I'm like, nah, I don't know. He's like, nah, you should do it. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll go see what's up. What I got to lose, you know? Now, at, this, the, at this point, did you already have your own tables and everything? Yeah. Okay. What were you? What was your first? What was your first? Uh, what was your first tables? Stanton's. Stanton. Yeah. Nice. Um, that's all I could afford. I couldn't afford no techniques. Hell no. <laughs> Technique twelve hundred is too expensive, so I had to go like with a. How much were they? How much were techniques by the time you were looking at them at that point? Because they got crazy. I mean, yeah, they were already. They were always kind of crazy, but. They were already in the antique, like classic price. Like, okay. you're gonna pay some money, like, like seven hundred, six hundred dollars right. a piece. You know, I didn't have that, yeah. so I went out and bought, you know, two hundred, hundred and some dollar turntable, hundred some dollar turntable. Like, right. make it work. Right. Let's make it work with what we got. So I would practice at home, just practice and practice and just play music and listen to music and play music and listen to music, and that's all I ever really did. Um, even before the turntables, right? And my mom was, I had always had like a big library of music. Like when Napster was out and Fair Share, and I would just download music and just listen to music, and listen to music, and buy music. Because back then, 
you could still buy music. It was still cool to buy music. So, right. like, I would save my money if I couldn't find it online, and I would buy it. And then once the online, um, once the online thing started getting more popular, it's kind of like, all right, I don't have to buy it no more right. if I don't want to support it. But um, the people that I did like, I would always buy their music. Right. Like whoever I like, I would support them. You know, but right. if it was something like. I think it was good for the music that you just couldn't find nowhere, or you think of something. Oh yeah, and it's like because iTunes wasn't that dominant no, at that point. No, so I don't even think iTunes was out. It didn't even exist. Yeah, man. iTunes didn't even exist. Because I remember it was like I remember it all happening. I, w- I wasn't I wasn't really online though at the time. I wasn't. I was just getting into the business, and then in, I think I think it was like. I was about to get in post-production from the music business, but it was right then it was starting. Everybody was talking about Napster, Napster, Napster. But I didn't have, I wasn't, I didn't have a computer at home. I was on nothing, but I knew about it all. And then all this controversy and everybody, but and I remember at the time just thinking, take advantage of it, record companies, you know. But they were still so like, we're good. Yeah, we don't need this bullshit. You know, it was a bad, it was a bad move in a way. You know, then. when I, once I got my computer and the whole, <coughs> once I got my computer and the whole um, Napster thing was like in its peak, I'm like, man, I'm about to start <laughs> making these mix CDs. I'm about to like spend all the mix CDs yep. of blanks and make all these CDs and go to school and sell them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can find all these unreleased songs. So what I would do is I would just go and type in like unreleased freestyles from Eminem and whoever was like popular at the time, and uh, I would just put them on CD, and I would stay up all night making CDs. Yeah. I wouldn't even do. Sometimes I wouldn't even do my homework. I didn't do my work. I would just make CDs. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, I go to school with like. 15, 20 CDs by lunchtime, they're all gone. So, how much were you selling them for? Five a piece. Nice. So, it was like, I was, I was killing it. And then people started undercutting me and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. selling theirs for four yeah, and yeah. $3. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm not selling for $3. Y'all killing me. But, um, heck yeah, that's, that took, you know, that's, that took work, man. Yeah, it, it takes a while. So, I mean, yeah. it, that point people started noticing like I was always on with the music and then my boy Dave he was selling music too at the time which coincidentally is Kendrick's manager okay you mentioned DJ name. Dave okay so um Dave Free his name is Dave Free but um like we all we just were all in the music you know so he would sell CDs I would sell CDs my other partner Uche he would sell CDs and we was just going just getting in just you know it was just off the love of the music t- oh yeah, yeah you know and um yeah no for sure and um at that time if you didn't have access to a computer or none of that stuff that's why it was so easy for us to do it because nobody had the resources that we had not like so, that yeah there's still like uh and everything was still uh was dial up still I think DSL was yeah. just starting yeah. to come around yeah. yeah yeah if you had DSL you was on yeah you were the shit quick. so but I um, remember cause I it was funny because going in when I got in a post and shit, and I started talking to some of those guys. Everybody was 
I guess when that shit was hot, like Napster, like that whole facility was downloading oh, yeah. songs left and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. But it's you know, here we are inside, not the music, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, it just it's took crazy. Over, they man. were they it's were huge. hot for like three years, four yeah. years, like hot, and then it just you know it eventually got shut out. But yeah, and then LimeWire, yeah, LimeWire, BearShare, and all that stuff. But um, so through that process, I just stayed with me, stayed with the music. Fast forward to moving to Vegas after I graduated from high school. Started working at the radio station. I got the job. Started um, doing celebrity events. Um, cool. The person that really drove me to be better and trained me to actually be a DJ was DJ Franzen. DJ Franzen is well-known DJ from the Bay Area. Okay. He was like, he was the person that broke. I got five on him. Oh wow! They brought it to him, and he plays it on the radio. Oh okay. So he goes back to yeah that era. You know what I'm yeah. saying? At that time, I was living in Compton, right? And I was like a little kid at that time. So um, he took me under his wing, and like living in Vegas, it was just me and him. Like we would just kick it, and he would like show me the ropes, and he would make sure like I learned. He was like, "Yo." You're not leaving here until you blend this. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I would be there. Like, what he would make me do is record myself. And, like, when you're recording, you can't fuck up. Right. You know, so it's just like, it's one, it's one shot. So I would just record myself without fuck up, and then I have to start over. Mm-hmm. So just constantly all night, we starting over, and I get 10 minutes in, and I fuck up, and I got to start over. Then so I get really 20 minutes in, and I fuck up, and I gotta start over. So it was like your, yeah, you know, like your, uh, your, uh, what's his name, um, the Karate Kid. Oh yeah, just keep, just keep going, just keep going. <laughs> wax so, on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. So nice. I kept, I just kept working, kept working, kept working, and it's funny because that's cool. He took you under his wing like that. Man. Yeah, I'd be at his house until like the sun came up. Because let me, I just want to interject, and maybe you've experienced it too, but for my little world, like back in Pittsburgh growing up at the time and making I had a friend that he started DJing and other cats were DJing a little bit you know in neighborhoods but the thing I always noticed at least there and maybe not all the time but every DJs were always very secretive about their shit oh yeah no and, for sure and uh, when I not, and I'm, and I'm sure it's still here come, you know it's anywhere but when I came out here what I noticed more is DJs well not in every scene but like they would share the scene more, yeah. you know, than yeah. what I saw back there. You know? yeah. But um, it's like that in any art, though. But I think uh, that's any art, yeah. Yeah, any art. A lot of artists are very secretive of, you know, what they do and how they do it. But yeah, he was just like, yo, you're going to learn it. Like, you know, and I learned it. And it's funny because as a kid, learning this stuff, I was like, man, this shit is hard. Like, I'm never going to learn it. Right. And now the things that I said I could never learn or couldn't do or I thought I couldn't do, I can do it with my eyes closed now. Right. And it's crazy that I look back and I'm like, wow, I really couldn't do that? And it's so ABC 1 through 3 to me now. Right. But for him, he, he, he was the one that was exposing me to all of the celebrities because he knew everybody. Like, everybody. Everybody wow. knows friends. And so he would put me in that circle with everybody. So I was already 
the type of person I am, I'm a people person. So I use that to network and just, you know, build a name for myself and get to know people. And it worked out for as a blessing. And then That's I came, awesome. I came back to L.A. And before I left, I was already at Power 106, like, kicking it and being around the people. And I came back and got right back in the circle with the same DJ friends and the same radio station. And yeah. And stuck now you, with and, it. And, and now, now you have something underneath you. Now I'm, you know, um, Shade 45. I've done Nike, DJ for Nike. Um, all of, all kind of celebrities that I've just been around or, yeah. you know, in the studio with or right. in the club with, at their house. It's just like, the one thing I've noticed, when you're a DJ, artists treat you like family. Mm-hmm. Because you are. It's like we're all a part of the hip-hop culture. Yeah. You know, it's like we're all one big family. And the artists that really um, take pride in the culture, they respect the DJs. Yeah. And they treat them with love. Yeah. Yeah. That's and good. that's all it's been. You know, that's the one thing I that's, that I can't say is a blessing. Man. It's always been love for the most part. Yeah. For, from all of the artists, you know, because... They need us. Absolutely. Because we're the ones that play the records. The DJ started it. Right. right. We're the and, ones and that started and, and thankfully, I mean, now, um, just on the mainstream, I mean, the, and, and it goes across the board, but the, the DJ is the rock star right now, especially yeah, when it, it comes it's to... It's getting elect- back to it. it, it especially when it comes to, to the electronic music and everything, but... Yeah, it faded for a while. But it did fade. No, it did. It You're right. And there was a... You know, it seemed for a second, you know... Nobody wanted to give us like the the it's, artists were all shining the DJ. Yeah, but you know when it started, I mean that was like that was part of the the, the you know I mean I wasn't there for that, but like right. that was part of the coming up. If you were a rapper, and, and you know you had to carry that dude's shit, you know, and everything. I mean, yeah. I did it my own little way when I was trying to bust my little rhymes, right. you know, <laughs> carrying all this shit from my my friend going to the projects and setting up and like, doing I, our shit. I used and, to look at cats like. One of the biggest like things I can remember is working with um, Kid Capri. That's dope. And I'm just man, like, such a legend. Man. Just man, I've met like mostly all of the fav- all of my favorite DJs like Kid Capri, Who Kid. Um, Who Kid seems like a trip, man. Yeah, Who Kid is cool, man. Yeah, um, I like listening when he's on Shade Forty Five. One of the person I haven't met, I want to meet is Guru. I mean, not Guru. Um, Premier. Premier. Yeah. Premier. Recipe school, but yeah, I wanted to um, yeah. meet him. Yeah, but, like I don't think there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. Just, just music. It's just fun, man. Just, whether it's producing music or DJing, it's like music is a universal language. Yeah, you know, and it speaks to everybody. So yeah, that's like the what drove me as a kid. It's like my cousin being from NWA, my uncle being a legendary DJ and then Franzen and then after Franzen then my, my best friend Justin Incredible um, he's another one that took me under his wing like yo we're gonna do this and I just been blessed to have like good people in my in my circle you know yeah. and I keep I keep my circle small like my inner circle very small it's important but the people that have been in my inner circle have always been there to help me just as much as I've been there to help them. Yeah. You know, it's, we all help each other, you know, right. at the end of the day. And I 
think like I honestly think it's just the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just the beginning. I'm oh, gonna, I see it for you. Yeah. Sure. I have like, a good. Um, well, you say who's guy I work with? We kind of became friends as well. Uh-huh. Um, when I got to work with him, up up this, you know, I was working up. I'm in the I'm in the pop world. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And here comes this black dude come in. He's got his. He's just real cool, chill guys. Name was Monroe. Was DJ Motivate? That's how I knew him. Motivate. Yeah, Motivate's coming. And he would just come and just do beats on the MP60, MPC60, and he'd just do these regular beats. And I'd be like, "But that's what dude would want. He wanted to have like in his library, so you pay him just to have you know right, something to write to." Right. And I would just be like, "Wow, you know, like that's a job. Like that's that's you can call that's for really that." A job. But he was, re- but he was a, he was real full time. I didn't know he was like had this whole TJ life. Well. He was like the original. He started Black Eyed Peas essentially. He's like the beginning, and but now and then like I run into him like some years later. It, like he was DJing at the Hollywood Highland and shit, and, and we kept up a little bit. But and recently I looked him up again. I mean, he had been already doing it already, but I mean he's now he's he's like international over and over again, yeah. and he's just that's right. And he puts on a whole show now with what he's doing. And it's just it's just cool to see. It's just cool to the see progression. That, the progression. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's and we're we're seeing it more. I mean, it, I think it's easier now too to make a name for yourself. Yeah, too. it's yeah. easier to make a name for yourself. It's easier to social build media. Brand. It's easier to to make those um those set those goals for yourself and accomplish them, and then you have an outlet to push yourself. And there's more managers and people that you know that yeah. that, that are up. I mean, it, that there's a there's a path there that there you know wasn't necessarily always there at that time. Yeah, like you said, the respect is bigger than it was, and it really is. People for people like um, you know now for people like um, Khaled, um, DJ Drama. <laughs> Don Cannon, DJ Envy, DJ Clue, right? Um, Funk Flex, Mr. Um, C. Like, forgive me if I miss anybody. Um, Primo, just all of those DJs are the ones that honestly help pave the way for you know for us even now. Like, man, I look at what um what Khaled's doing, and like he's he got singles. Like, you know, he always has his singles on the radio. You know, and I think that's so dope because mm-hmm. for him to be able to get those people and get them all on the song and present it how he does, it's like he's good at what he does. Yeah, he's good at what he does. Oh yeah, and he, I mean, he's got he's got some time now. His too. marketing, he's, he's marketing smart, and talent. He, he's talented as marketing promotion. He promotes the shit out of himself. Yeah, like I don't understand how he does it. I try. I, I, I think I need to sit down and <laughs> write it out. But he, sure. when you look at him and you see him, it's like it makes you think like, man, you know what? I got work to do. Yeah, you know, I, like I got to. I got to. It's good to have him. those bars to yeah. people that are like, okay. Yeah, I'm. You know, just like, like my boy. You know, seeing like, like I said, he he was already dope, and then just seeing like what he's doing now, it's like he probably, you know, he wouldn't even probably dreamt of necessarily the way he's doing shit now. You know what I mean? But it's like, you keep going, you keep going. It's like, keep and that's good because you know, keep 
you know, keep it fresh. You want to keep, you want to enjoy it. I mean, yeah. you hate to see somebody not, you know, get to that point. You're burnt out. I was or you're just not into it. I was know? just having a conversation with a business partner of mine a couple of days ago, and we were just talking about, like, I love DJing, but that's not all. That's not where the the, the train stops at. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's a part of it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just a, a part. It's a, it's a vehicle to get to you know another level. But Absolutely. It, some people it's just that's all that they want to do. Right. You know, and it's like, hey, that's cool. That's but cool. For me, right. This is it. Always be my passion. Always be my heart. But I know that I can do a lot more, and I'm able to do a lot more. Especially with my knowledge of music and just my knowledge, period. Like my wisdom, I know that I'm able to do a lot more. So that's my that's my main goal is just to keep progressing and not stay in the same like same just no, circle. Yeah. Like nah, I'm here to get here, to get here, to get here. Yeah. And keep going. Like yeah. never be. I'm never gonna be satisfied. I don't think of where I'm at in life. No yeah. matter what, I, if even if I'm filthy rich, right, like, I'm still gonna be like, okay, what can Keep I do hungry. next? Yeah, so that's good, man. It's good to it's good to be that way. Yeah. It's important, and it's it's because it's easy to get you know caught up, caught up, and you're just kind of in it. In, in, in I've seen, you know, I've seen. I mean, I, I you know, I when I got into the business, you know, we thrust it in, you're just kind of trying to, like, stay out of people's way and yeah. <laughs> do your thing. Yeah. But then you'd be like, you're excited because you're the fresh one and you're green, and then you got some bitter people around. Oh, yeah, those people always. And, yeah. uh, you know, and for one re- whether good or not, but it's just, you just see that, you go, fuck, man, I, I, didn't come, I didn't come into this to get that way. <laughs> but you don't have to, is yeah. the point. You know, you have to, you know, keep... That type of shit, you just gotta like, don't let yourself get infected by it. You yeah, know, find true. find that whatever whatever brought you into it or what whatever made you excited about music. You know, you always gotta find that way back to it. You know? Yeah, that, I think that's why I, I listen to a lot of older music and a lot of newer music too. But I try to just give a I don't know, man. Being in the studio, something about being in the studio and just hearing music and new music. And listening to older music, it just, I don't know, you had that love, I don't think it never, unconditional love never dies. No. And that's what I have. It's for. come back to me. I mean, I had moments where I got kind of out of love, not with music, but just. The things around it. Yeah, yeah. and just like, I mean, then. It's easy to lose track. Figuring out what's your position or what would you want to do with it. Or, yeah, no, trust me. You know, I, I think me. it happens to everybody. No, and, it's happened to me plenty yeah. of times where I feel like, yeah. what, what the fuck am I doing? Where do I fit into this? Right? Yeah, but. Like I said, that's... So when it comes down to it, that song it, comes on that you like, and you're like, right. you know what? That's what it's about. It, it just seems like every time I, I've been down or I've been having, like, bad spells, yeah. something to happen, and it'll pick me right back up. I'll be in the studio with somebody, and it'll just be like, yeah, this is why I love it. You know what I'm saying? Have I seen anything over here? Oh, uh, good. Nah, we good. Thank you so much. I'll be in the studio, and I'll be like, yo, this is... Why I love it, like it, it'll make me think back, like okay, yeah, I'm okay. This is what I needed, that boost. Yeah, but sometimes, man, we all, I think we all feel like that. So I'm pretty sure yeah. days, days Barack Obama didn't want to be president. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Like I mean, we all had a pre day. I'm pretty sure it's days Jordan didn't want to be about Michael a Jordan. Take position, man. Yeah. <laughs> Days Kobe Bryant didn't Kobe, want to play basketball. Yeah. It's like we all have those yeah. days, but yeah, the best of them it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. So, but yeah. Um, 
it's always be a passion and like I said I think it's just the, the beginning of everything that's going on so so what would be I guess what would be like the dream venue for you to do or like whether it's a club or venue um festival or festival like a Coachella or, or something yeah, like that a big I want to I want to do festivals I, I love clubs I love clubs but I want a thousands. I want to. I want to. I want to do big, like big shows and big concerts. And those festivals are amazing. Like, did you ever? Did you see Woodstock? Uh, I think it was '99. Mm-hmm. DMX performed. It's crazy. My friend was there. It's crazy. How do you even get in there? Like, where, where was that? My friend. Uh, he's he's out here now, uh-huh. and he would have been just a. I think he told me he was like 17 at the time, just out of just in high school, so probably senior year or something. And he lived, he's from that way, like upstate New York. It was in New York, upstate. Man, that's way the fuck out. How many miles was that, dude? When I seen the people at at that, I was like, like how do you? You know what? Even count how many people that is. Yeah, you love it. I'm sure you hear him talk about it. It's it's insane. It's just like I know it was all kind of stuff going on at that place. I mean, I remember. I mean, I was. Let's see. No, I, I just would have got out here at the time. But I remember watching it, you know, I mean, like, damn. Because there was one in, they did another one in 94. And, you know, I remember at the time that being, because that was like a big deal since it wasn't, it was the first one since the, six, you know, back in the 60s. So it was like, what? Woodstock for real coming back, you know? And everybody was Do like, you think it's going to come back? Now, at this point, I don't know, man. I haven't heard it brought up. And it just depends on who... Who's who's gonna headline it? Well, even who the who the company like who the company that takes care of Coachella, they've done an awesome job. I think it's Golden Voice or whoever. I don't know if that's the same when they started, but I'm because I went to like a couple of those, like one of the earlier ones. Uh-huh. And even then, I was like, wow, this is well. I mean, they just do it for that type of venue, man. It's just nice and isn't there's not shit everywhere, you know. And they've just made it every since then. It's just progressing now. It's like the thing to do you know yeah. period but uh it's beyond just a festival now but uh, I had to get I, I, it really comes down to that because the thing is that Woodstock was such a fit it was it was still monumental but in terms of the business at the end of it because it went it just went bad like they didn't have enough water certain things they didn't do right oh, yeah. there was just too many people they didn't plan it out right. yeah so it, it, it kind of left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth and it was kind of so if somebody would have to, you'd have to have the right company. But I think now somebody, it would be a lot better at this point because there's better examples yeah. since then, you know. Yeah, I definitely. Because Europe really, Europe has been the one for years that had festival. Like they've been good. At, they they have that shit down, you know. But now, I mean, whether it's Coachella, the Lollapalooza, there's others, other ones too. Like America, I mean, we got got a lot of good ones now, you know. South by Southwest, which is more of a whole yes. other thing, but yeah. um, what is it? The uh, Burning Man. That's yeah. that's famous. A lot of, a lot of the electronic music. They've seen the really yeah. The like they got it the down. The festivals are they're always. They know around. what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, they're always around. But yeah, that's what I want to do. The, the, the big, you know, big stuff. But one day. Yeah. One day. One pay. day soon. One day soon. So, um, 
any any um, venue, anything coming up you want to promote, or just kind of in the midst of some stuff? Um, yeah, I'm in the midst of some stuff. Probably by the next show, I'll be able have to, something to promote. Yeah, have something to promote. But okay. just shade 45, um, LA Leakers, LALeakers.com. Um, shade 45, you hear me. One o'clock on the west, three o'clock on the east every Sunday. Um, just incredible sour milk. Um, myself, Stacy, Boy S Dot, and um, Be Easy the DJ dot com. Be Easy the DJ on Twitter. Be Easy the DJ on Instagram. B A Z Y the DJ. And that's it, man. Just go there, check it out. Check out the LA Leakers website and. Follow us and keep up with us, man. Yeah, keep up. And enjoy the ride. You never know what's going to happen, where we're going to be at. <laughs> I just got back from San Diego a couple of days ago. My boy went straight from San Diego to here and then from here to Las Vegas. So you never know where we're going to be at, what we're going to be doing, or who we're going to be with. So try to, try to keep up with us and keep in contact with us. Hit us up. Give us your opinions on things and let us know what you want to hear. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. And I'll I'll be posting everything up real soon. This will be up uh, tomorrow morning for sure. All right. Late. Like Kobe and Shaq, it's magic and Kareem, nigga. Showtime is back. True legends, two stepping on you peasants. What y'all thought? Y'all gon' need about two vests. Cause when he plug, I plug. Mix shot with the slug. Listen here, cub, when I dig dug. Play slick and get stuck. Don't play tough, boy, gon' get up. Hey, yo, Q, tell me this. My half of the homies getting worked by a bitch. Then they fall in love and get hurt by a bitch. Nine months later, cuz got murked by a bitch. See, I'm just a nigga that you don't wanna reverse the game on. I put the bitch on the corner. Welcome to California. Oh, Cali. Oh, Cali.